Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Tuesday, November 30th, 2021. Today and throughout Advent, we're reading from this little book called Come Peasant King. It is put out by the Foundry Publishing, um, and it is written by Olivia Metcalf. Um, And today we're reading Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 through 16. You are the salt of the earth. But if a salt loses its saltiness, how will it become salty again? It is good for nothing except to be thrown away and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city on top of a hill can't be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. Instead, they put it on top of a lampstand and it shines on all who are in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before people so that they can see the good things you do and praise your Father who is in heaven. I love this little passage from the Sermon on the Mount. I love this idea of being salt and light. One of the things that we don't often talk about with salt is that it brings out the flavor of everything else. And so we can see even in Jesus' life that he came to help people be the best versions of themselves, to be the kind of people he created them to be, people who are in bondage to things like sin and even physical ailments and uh, even people with demonic spirits. Jesus frees them. He is is the one who gives them this, shows the flavor of God in them, if you will. He brings it out of them uh, where maybe they had forgotten that they had the image of God stamped on them. So if we think about the church and, and Jesus' disciples as being those kinds of people. Often the church kind of looks down at the world. We shouldn't, but, but sometimes the church has been known to do that. But really the church's role is to help the world see the God-given image that they are born with, to help the world see that they are children of God and that God loves them and God loves us and God loves all of us. There is no us and them anymore in Christ, Paul says. And so uh, being salt means bringing out the best in other people. Also, being light means that, that we shine a light on the things that are already there, that the light of God in us helps to reveal truth and love and beauty and peace so that others can see that those are real things and not just a pipe dream. And so today, Olivia Metcalf writes a little bit about this. What does it mean for the followers of Jesus that he calls us salt and light. Perhaps it's meant to be a word of caution. In our world, extremes are everywhere. Isn't that true? Humans tend to draw lines and declare where we stand and mark who's in and who's out. How do we know if we're being too salty? And I think that's kind of funny because the slang phrase salty is kind of like getting your feelings hurt. Um, How do we know if we're being too salty or too bright, too bland or too dim? I think she's getting at this idea that sometimes Christians think that their, their need to be salty makes them have to always be offended or be 
too salty even, to, to be abrasive to others. So Jesus says that the salt can lose its saltiness, she goes on to say. Salt only loses its saltiness when mixed with something else. When we stir together a recipe of nationalism, politics, and personal opinions with our journey of following Christ, we will lose our saltiness. Jesus also says that our light should not be hidden or dimmed. This isn't an invitation to shine a bright light of interrogation into the sinfulness of every person we meet, blinding them with the goodness of God. People have tried to do that, and it doesn't go very well. She says, rather, Jesus invites us to live in such a way that our light is revealed in the good deeds we do as we praise God in heaven. To know if we are who Jesus says we are requires us to put our lives in the hands of a God who created us and loves us. If we're going to recognize the places where we've been too salty or too dim, we need the Holy Spirit to search us and know us. Jesus' declaration that we are salt and light is his way of telling us about our purpose. In this season of preparation, it is good to ask the question, what am I here for? We will all hear different answers. We all have different callings. We are all directed by different God-given passions. What we all share is our calling to be the people of God. We follow a Savior who dwells with us, who challenged the self-righteous leaders of his day, who stood against the sinful systems of oppression, and who was ultimately crucified for all of it. May we be directed by the light of the world and not the powers, trends, or patterns of this world. A couple of things she talks about here that I think are really important, and, and the first is when we mix salt with something else, it becomes unsalty. When we mix our politics, she says, nationalism, personal opinions with the way of discipleship, it becomes unsalty. Um, I have often said that there is a politic in scripture and it is the way of Jesus. You want to know what it is? Read Matthew 5 through 7 in its entirety and it will say things like, blessed are the poor, blessed are the meek, Love those who persecute you. Forgive. Uh, um, don't judge your brother. Don't, don't look at the speck of dust in your brother's eye when you have a plank in your own eye. Um, don't commit adultery, but even don't lust. Like, like go further than that. Go the second mile. There, there are all these things that Christ calls us to. And they have their own value systems. And so if you go to a church and they've completely sold out to the, the right-wing value system or they've completely sold out to the left-wing value system, I would say that is not the gospel. Um, that the gospel always kind of runs right in between them and, and encroaches on both of them, and sometimes both sides will hate you. I've been called too liberal, and I've been called way too conservative. Depends on what crowd I'm with. Uh, and I hope that would be the case of us because we, we would look at the gospel as our politic. And the other thing that I think is really important is she says, let's take a look during this time of, of waiting and watching for, for Christ to appear in our world. And let's look at our lives and let's see what am, I, what am I here for? That's a great question for you today. What are we here for? I was watching the movie King Richard last night. Uh, it's about Venus and Serena Williams' father. And, and the one thing that just stuck out to me in that movie 
at one moment, he, he made them every night write down, what is your purpose for the next day? What is, what is your, what are you going to do? What are you about? And, and how can you begin to live into that? And I thought, man, if that's true of, of girls learning how to play tennis and grow up to be model citizens as he wanted them to be, um, how much more is it true of us as Christians? How often do we just kind of aimlessly float through life? So today, maybe take some time, and Olivia Metcalf is challenging us to look at, what am I here for? And don't just think about it for yourself, but ask God, what am I here on this earth to do? What, what do I have to contribute? And maybe it's just a small act of love for one single person in this world, but you can change their life in that one little act of love. You don't have to change the whole world, but we do have to realize what our purpose is as salt and light, and then to get busy doing those things. I've been challenged through that, that movie last night and even this, this morning to remember what is Nate created to do and to do those things to the best of my ability so that God would be able to bring his kingdom uh, through me in some way, which sounds crazy, but that's how God works that he calls us to be salt, and he calls us to be light. And we can only be light as we have received the light of the world that comes at Advent. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.